and welcome to the Innovative Missional Ministries podcast. I'm Jeff Heisner, video journalist and digital media director for the Michigan District. And today we're talking with Marty Morrow, executive director from Most Ministries. Now, Marty, many of our churches in the district are familiar with Most, and you've been on the job since August. So why don't you tell us, how's it going? Things are going well. COVID uh, really took a toll on Most Ministries uh, when, when it's... Uh, your organization's objective to do overseas missions um, and uh, COVID pretty well shut us down. And uh, we've been on a trajectory to rebound from that. Uh, we had two mission trips in 2020. <laughs> uh, that, that's down from uh, being in you know, 20 to 25 to 30 mission trips a year. Uh, we dropped to two. Um, in 2021, we uh, got back up to seven. Uh, this past year, we were back up to 11. And uh, we're back uh, 20 to 25 trips in the pipeline for this year. Uh, so uh, it's been a climb back and uh, folks are comfortable going out on missions again. And uh, uh, that was part of the challenge that we were facing that yeah, we, we are back and uh, ready to go uh, back to where we had been. So are there other challenges that kind of cropped up that you might not have seen? The challenges have been uh, dealing with foreign countries and their COVID restrictions. And uh, those have pretty much been relaxed. Um, uh, although uh, every once in a while you need to, uh, depending on the country you're going to, you might need to document your vaccination status or uh, present a negative COVID test. Um, the the other issues, uh, hosts, uh, we, we are dependent on hosts in other countries to request our services, to request our teams. And uh, they, um, many of them have not been uh, re returned to the fold. Uh, they are not yet uh, ready to uh, receive teams. Uh, in the wake of COVID, but we're, we're getting more and more uh, of our previous hosts back and available. Um, uh, the other issue is uh, uh, team getting team members who are ready to say, yes, COVID is behind us and uh, we're ready to resume mission team activity. Uh, I think what's holding us back right now a little bit are the financials with the inflation issues and uh, uh, costs of travel uh, have gone up. Uh, we're hoping those uh, level off a little bit again. Before we get too far along, I want to ask you, tell us about your background, because you came to most from LSEM, right? Yes. Um, so I was at Lutheran Special Ed Ministries for six years. Uh, um, I, I had been working in the uh, fundraising development world. And uh, my position there was hybrid between fundraising development and uh, administration of our programs. Uh, prior to that, I was at Concordia University in development and prior to that at Detroit Urban Lutheran School in development. And prior to my development career, I uh, was a Lutheran school teacher for 22 years. Um, so no, uh, experience in international missions. I had never been on a mission trip. Uh, nonetheless, I felt that my previous experiences were preparing me for uh, 
my, my current position, uh, uh, the role that I need to fill here at most. And talk about most. What is most? Who do you help and how do you help? Most is an acronym, Mission Opportunities Short Term. So I'll uh, be, rather than saying Mission Opportunities Short Term, I'll be referring to most and most ministries. Um, we, uh, we have a mission statement that um, most ministries provide short-term mission opportunities for individuals to support Christian ministries throughout the world through witness and service. So we organize and provide uh, situations where congregations can uh, put together a mission team and uh, travel to a host site uh, in a foreign country. And those host sites, uh, they contact us, they ask us for our services. Uh, we provide a variety of services, a, provide, uh, a variety of uh, clinics and projects uh, that our mission teams can participate in. Yeah, in some of those projects, I mean, obviously people know about the eyeglass clinics and, and that's kind of what you're famous for, but you do a whole host of other things too, correct? Yes, yes. Eyeglass is, uh, is our big one still. Uh, uh, typically half of our mission trips are eyeglass trips. Uh, aside from that, we have water filtration trips uh, where we take water filters out into uh, these impoverished and typically rural areas. And uh, people have been drinking uh, water out of the local stream and uh, we can help them to uh, purify that water with our uh, filters. Filters that have uh, we've been able to purchase typically through grants from LWML grant submittals. And uh, uh, so we, we do have a supply of water filters uh, ready to go. Aside from that, we'll do construction projects. Uh, we have a couple on the calendar this next year. We have medical clinics. Um, my first mission trip uh, was last November, and that was a medical clinic. And uh, th that is pretty much what we have on the calendar for 2023. In the past, we've also done vacation Bible school, English as a second language, um, and you know what, whatever the host wants uh, wants help with. So what is the need like right now around the world? The need has not gone away. And typically we will travel to a third world country mm -hmm. and with, with our eyeglass clinic, for instance, um, uh, we go in, we ha have the refurbished eyeglasses that our volunteers come into the mission center every day and work on. And uh, we have donated glasses, they prep them for, uh, use for distribution. We uh, get the magnifications. We uh, uh, sometimes grind new lenses, uh, install them into existing frames. Uh, we uh, take them to a, a mission site. We uh, the the mission site might be a a missionary at his church, and uh, we'll invite people in to. Um, come in and uh, come into the clinic and get sized and 
assessed and fitted uh, for their glasses. And why this is important, uh, you know, these glasses were just going to be discarded and now they can be put to use in a setting where people cannot afford them and they need them. Uh, you know, they, they can't read because they can't see the printed word. And uh, now that they have these glasses, which might in their setting cost a month's salary if they were to try to purchase them, um, here they, they receive them uh, for free, at courtesy of a missionary who's local. And, um, you know, the, this is life changing for these people who receive new glasses. And not only them, but the people that their lives impact, where they overlap, uh, a, a spouse, uh, children, uh, it impacts uh, the whole family and ultimately impacts the, the community and uh, the missionary congregation. So you're in places like South America, you're definitely in Asia and also Africa too. So it's not just one spot, but you're all around the world. Yes, we have, we have been in 52 different countries around the world. Um, yes, Asia, Africa, South and Central America, Europe, uh, North America. <laughs> so yeah, we, we've, um, yeah, it, it's kind of funny. The one country we haven't been to is Canada. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, that's the one country I had been to prior to joining most. Uh, so uh, uh, we're looking at uh, an actual mission opportunity in Canada uh, coming up uh, within the next year or so. Okay, wow. Uh, what do you want to tell people who might be interested in getting back together with most or starting a mission team? So... Uh, we do have mission opportunities and we have 20 to 25 on the calendar for this year. And uh, we need team members. We need to fill those teams. If those teams are not filled, we just cancel the team. Hmm. Um, the, the way teams are typically filled, uh, the, the gold standard is a congregation gets together and a group of people in the congregation says, uh, we as a congregation will send a mission team and they will find uh, eight, 10, 12 people to fill that team. And they will contact most and say, we are ready to go on a team, find us a, a mission site, uh, find us a host uh, that can receive us. And we, we have some of those hosts waiting. Um, now, sometimes the congregation is not able to field a full team. And uh, so, you know, they can contact us and say, uh, well, we, we have three or four or five people who are ready to go. Can you match us up with another congregation? And we can do that. You know, they, they don't have to worry about what congregation they're matched up with. You know, we will find that congregation. And that congregation might be from a you know, might, might be local, might be someone that they know, or it might be from anywhere around the country. Uh, the other way it works is a, a congregation might have three or four or five people and they commit to that. And then we present it as an open team where individuals can go to our website 
and uh, from around the country, uh, individuals can say, well, yeah, I'm available for that team. And uh, we will fill in with uh, five more people from uh, five more states, possibly. Uh, and then lastly, uh, we have some teams that are just completely open. So uh, there, there's no congregational uh, uh, nucleus there. It's just uh, people from around the country can sign up for it. My, my own team, uh, my, my first mission team was to Guatemala. And it was a team uh, formed out of uh, St. Lawrence in Frankenmuth. And uh, St. Lawrence, uh, uh, the, the recruiting was uh, slow and we were looking at, well, may, maybe this team has to cancel. And uh, I, I looked at it and said, well, what, what if I go on that team? Will that help? Well, yeah, one more helps. Uh, well, what if my wife goes? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's helpful. Uh, well, what about my sister-in-law? <laughs> okay, we'll keep the team active. We'll make it open. <laughs> and uh, it was a medical team. And my wife's met, uh, uh, a registered nurse. Uh, my sister-in-law is an MD. Uh, so that helped out. I, I have uh, no degree <laughs> medically. Um, so they, they found work for me to do. But that team, uh, it was kept alive because uh, a few people were added to the team. And then by the time the team left, we had a full team. We had 10. We had 10 people from uh, seven different Lutheran congregations from uh, four different states and uh, four different LCMS districts. And uh, it, it was a great, uh, great way for that team to come together. Why don't you talk about your personal experience then and what it was like? It was medical. We, we saw a variety of uh, uh, health concerns, a, a wide range. Um, and um, we had nurses, we had doctors, we had a physical therapist, we had a pharmacist. And um, then, they, then we had me. And uh, they, they stuck me back in the pharmacy. So, uh, you know, with my... Uh, degree, my, my teaching degree from Concordia Seward, uh, I, I had a math and physics major, so uh, that they found a skill for me. I could count to 30, and uh, <laughs> they put me in the pharmacy counting pills. So uh, I was able to uh, uh, pre-package pre some of the uh, medicines that we were going to be distributing, uh, medicines and vitamins and uh, what, whatever the needs were for the people coming into the clinic. Uh, and, and what were some of the reactions that you got when they got a chance to see you? And I would assume to feel better, correct? Oh, yes, yes. And it, we, we um, our, our medical clinic, it, it doesn't have a, a standard format. And so it was a little unusual that we had a physical therapist on hand. And uh, th that was the news that was kind of going through the community. Oh, there's a physical therapist here. <laughs> um, and uh, because uh, the, the folks we were seeing, I mean, they, they work hard. Uh, they have, you know, they perform backbreaking labor. And uh, uh, physically, uh, they were hurting. And uh, to come in and have the chance to have a physical therapist and see a doctor and get some medication uh, was, was very valuable to them. How can people get involved? Um, 
So come to our website, mostministries.org. Uh, you can uh, bring up the team schedule and you can see, uh, you know, is there a team that uh, might fit your schedule, might fit your interest? And uh, if there is, even if it says full or pending, uh, you can give us a call and say, you know, is, is there any room on that team? Because, yeah, it may be full, but there may be room for one or two more. Um, and, and the teams that are open, well, we they are wide open. Uh, we need people to fill those teams. And uh, if we don't get that, then those teams might cancel. So, uh, yeah, please uh, consider joining a mission team. And if joining a mission team is just not part of your equation right now, uh, you know, that we have volunteer opportunities. Uh, some of those happen here at the Mission Center in Ann Arbor. Uh, some can be done remotely. Uh, you can give us a call, say, what can I do? Uh, we talk about our goers, our senders, and our receivers. Uh, goers uh, join those mission teams. Senders provide the resources and uh, uh, help refurbish materials, refurbish our glasses. And uh, receivers, uh, well, uh, those are the missionaries in the host countries whose ministries we are supporting. Oh, that's awesome, and, Marty. Thank you so and, much. And, and, and the people and the people in their communities. Yeah. Uh, well, may God continue to bless the work that you guys are doing. It's uh, an awesome mission, and I encourage everybody to check it out and get involved. Thank you. And um, if I could just talk about the uh, uh, the missionary that uh, we supported on my mission trip. Sure. Uh, he, he's got a, an interesting story. Uh, his name is Elry Orozco. Uh, he, we call him Dr. Elry. He's a medical doctor. Uh, Dr. Elry, uh, later in life, uh, in his 50s, decided that uh, he was going to be doing some church work and started as a deacon. And he eventually, through St. Louis Seminary, uh, an online program, uh, went through all the classes. He is now an ordained uh, pastor in the Lutheran Church. So started life as a medical doctor, uh, became a Lutheran pastor, and he's serving at a mission congregation outside of Guatemala City, where he is the pastor and the medical doctor who offers medical care during the week. Um, Elbury's brother was a pastor at a mighty fortress Lutheran church in Guatemala City, uh, just an hour away. And uh, Elry, uh, Elry's brother uh, passed away uh, due to COVID uh, just over a year ago. Uh, Elry uh, agreed to take on his brother's work in addition to his own. So he is, uh, Elry is now a pastor at uh, two Lutheran churches, uh, offers medical services at two Lutheran churches. Uh, he, he's doing four full-time jobs. His wife is very supportive. She's a Lutheran deaconess. And uh, his family is otherwise supportive. Uh, his son, Sammy, was one of our translators. And uh, drove us around. His, his nephew, Rodrigo, was one of our translators. He's a high school student and uh, 
it was his father who passed away. And uh, his sister, uh, Maddie, was one of our translators as well. So, yes, we're, we are serving the people in the community, uh, the, the, the people who have medical and high glass needs, but we are also serving these missionaries who work so very hard and uh, have invested so much of themselves and their families in what they're doing. Yeah, and those missionaries that are so important too, and um, getting a chance to get to know them and making a difference is, is another huge part of what most ministries does. So, Marty, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate thank you. Time. Thank you so much, Jeff. I appreciate it. And we want to thank you, the listener, for making this podcast part of your day. God bless. Thank you.